You're listening to The Daily Drive with Josh Downs, Christmas edition, where each weekday during the month of December, I'll be sharing thoughts, principles, and insights to help you connect more with family and friends, to find the true meaning of Christmas, and to help you get more out of Christmas by focusing more on Christ. Good morning, everyone. You're listening to The Daily Drive with Josh Downs, Christmas edition, or more Christ edition, where Each weekday, I'll share a brief thought, principle, and story about Christ and Christmas to help you get more out of your Christmas by focusing more on Christ. Today's episode is episode 227, The Christmas Star. But before we get into it, just a quick announcement about the Christmas Card Project fundraiser that we're running. We're currently at $3,700 with about another $1,300 to go to hit our goal. And honestly, I'm hoping to get quite a bit past that. But regardless, whatever we get... It'll be great, and every cent will be given towards delivering those Christmas cards with gift cards within our communities to those that we're led to give them to. Now, as I thought about what I could do to kind of help encourage more donations in the coming weeks, I thought that it might be fun to add a few small gifts of appreciation for those that are donating to help out our cause. And I asked my daughters what they thought we could give, and together we've come up with a little bit of a plan. We're each going to contribute something that's kind of unique to us to say thank you and to show our appreciation for all of your donations up to this point and any more that anyone is willing to give. Now, my oldest is quite the artist, and so she's created a beautiful Christmas printable with the phrase, Be the Star on it, which I think will have a little bit more meaning to you by the end of today's episode. Now, we, along with others, have also been making wire star ornaments that personally I think are pretty cool. And my youngest is quite the crafter and makes about the cutest handmade fairies that you've ever seen. And then I have a few things myself that I'd like to contribute personally. So here's the breakdown of the thank yous that we'd like to offer and the donations that we're asking for to receive each one. For anyone that donates over $25, you'll be given access to a link to download the Christmas printable my oldest has created titled Be the Star. And for any donations over $100, we will create an extra wire Christmas star ornament and ship it directly to you. For any donations over $150, my youngest will make a Christmas fairy for you that is holding a Christmas star that I promise you won't be disappointed in. For any donations over $200, I have a limited edition Daily Drive podcast hat that I'll send you in either black or white. And for anyone that donates over $300, I'm going to give you a personal starting coaching package just for you or anyone else that you like that includes a personal evaluation coaching session, the book called Boundaries that I have referenced multiple times, as well as a standard coaching session. All in all, this package would be valued at about $200. We just wanted to come up with something that we could give outside of money to say thank you for the support and for your donations to make a difference in the communities that they've been given. You'll be able to find pictures and descriptions of each of these posted on my Facebook account under Josh Downs on our Facebook page and fundraiser, The Christmas Card Project. And there also you can donate or, as always, you can Venmo me directly at Joshua-Downs. Now today's thought was one of my most favorite lessons and thoughts that I used to teach my students. And it's a lesson that is quite profound and can be actually very comforting given the uncertainty that we at times feel in life. And the thought, just like light from a star can help us to find our way, trusting in the direction that we're heading. In fact, stars throughout history have been used for navigation, as I'm sure you know. They provide consistent and accurate means of plotting a course and a direction in the way that we want and need to go. They can help us to find our way when lost and bring comfort as they shine their light in a dark sky. 
And the lesson and thought that I want to share with you today is actually deepened when we learn more about how stars are formed. Stars form from an accumulation of gas and dust, which collapse due to gravity and starts to form stars. The process of star formation takes around a million years from the time the initial gas cloud starts to collapse until the star is created and shines like the sun. Did you catch that? A million years. <laughs> it's no small or short process. Now, let's take that and put the little that we know about how stars form and let it teach us a lot about the God who is behind their formation, especially when it comes to the Christmas star. As I mentioned before, one of my favorite symbols of Christmas, especially because of what it teaches about the God that we worship. Think about all the implications that star has, given what we know about the formation of stars. What does it teach about God's omniscience, about His power, about His timing? How long in advance did He put things in motion for that star to light up at just the right time? I'm sure even down to the very second of the Savior's birth, announcing the arrival of His Son and giving those that were searching and looking for Him both a sign and a course by which to further seek Him out. And if he has done that with a lifeless star, <laughs> how much more has he arranged things for his children, people, events, answers, help, comfort, guidance, direction, and support to show up at just the right time and in just the right way for us personally? In fact, if you're listening to this, I'd imagine you can think of times in your life where something happened at just the right time and in just the right way when you needed it most. Maybe a friend or family member called or stopped by, a gift that was given just when you needed it most, a solution to a problem that came just at the right time and moment, an answer to a question, or even just a kind gesture that was very much needed in the moment it was given. God is in the details of our lives, and like with the star, they are often seen best in the timing in which they show up. Elder Neil A. Maxwell, a leader of my faith, loved this thought and referred to it often. He taught, in fact, many Christmases ago, that at Christmas time we celebrate a special star that announced Jesus' birth at Bethlehem. Thus, the so-called little star of Bethlehem was actually very large in its declaration of divine design. It had to have been placed in its precise orbit long before it shone so precisely. Persuasive divine design is underscored in what the Lord has said, that all things must come to pass in their time. His overseeing precision pertains not only to astrophysical orbits, but to human orbits as well. This is such a stunning thing for us to contemplate as to our obligations to shine as lights within our own orbits and personal responsibilities. The matter, therefore, he continues, of being a light is even more important in dark times. Our impact for better or worse on others is inevitable, but it is intended that we be a light and not just another shadow. The same God that placed that star in a precise orbit millennia before it appeared over Bethlehem in celebration of the birth of the babe has given at least equal attention to placement of each of us in precise human orbits so that we may, if we will, illuminate the landscape of our individual lives so that our light may not only lead others, but warm them as well. You see why I like the phrase, be the star, so much? <laughs> Although it's not technically tied to Christmas, the story of Esther in the Bible in many ways to me is also what the Christmas star is all about. 
Her story is exactly what Elder Maxwell was implying by God's precision and timing being found in our own lives if we will choose to be that light. In a very dark time for God's people, the Jews, she was put in a place long before to be there just when she was needed most. And through her courage and the life that she lived and a little help from her uncle, who reminded her of the truth taught through the Christmas star when he told her, Who knoweth but whether thou art come unto the kingdom for such a time as this? By helping her to see the potential for divine design in her life, she found the courage to go in unto the king at great peril to her own life, but in so doing saved all the Jews from the terrible decree that had been put in place to destroy them. The truth taught in the Christmas star can be a light to us as well in dark times, giving us faith and confidence that there is always one who knows all. And even though life may seem out of control at times, it's still always in his control. That even though there is fear when thinking about the unknown, that there is nothing unknown to God. That in the uncertainty of life, we can be certain that God knows all, that there is nothing beyond his scope to comprehend, to understand, and that he hasn't already planned for it. See, his solutions are not retroactive, but proactive. He's put in place the answers, the help, the support, the comfort that we need long before they are ever needed by us. We just need to remember this glorious truth, especially at Christmas time, and use it as a marker, as a reference point, much like a star to stay the course and keep moving in the direction that it points to. Have you ever heard the old saying that people who get lost tend to walk in circles? Jan L. Solman, a German psychologist, wanted to determine scientifically if this was true, and so he took participants of an experiment to a large forest area and to the Sahara Desert and used a global positioning system to track where they went. They had no compass or any other device. Instructions to them were simple walk in a straight line in the direction indicated. Dr. Solman later described what happened. Some of them, he said, walked on a cloudy day with the sun hidden behind the clouds and with no reference points in view. And they all walked in circles, with several of them repeatedly crossing their own path without even noticing it. Other participants walked while the sun was shining with faraway reference points in view. These followed an almost perfectly straight course. And this study has been repeated by others with different methodologies, all returning similar results. Without visible landmarks, human beings tend to walk in circles. And this is the second great lesson of the Christmas star. If we are to find God and happiness in life, we must follow the markers that He has set to lead us to Him and to it. Without those markers, we can also find ourselves walking in circles in our lives. One of the most important is the landmark of the scriptures and the words of prophets. As President Dieter F. Uchtdorf, a leader of my faith, taught, without spiritual landmarks, mankind wanders as well. Without the word of God, we walk in circles. Both as individuals and as societies, we see this pattern repeated in scripture over and over in every dispensation since the beginning of time. When we lose sight of the word of God, we tend to get lost. Spiritual landmarks, like the Christmas star, are indispensable. For keeping us on the straight and narrow path, they give us clear direction as to the way that we should travel, but only if we recognize them and walk toward them. He continues, if we refuse to be guided by these landmarks, then they become meaningless, decorative masses that have no purpose 
but to break up the flatness of the horizon. It's not enough to go solely by our instincts. It's not enough to have the best of intentions. It won't do to rely on only our natural senses. When we think we are following a straight spiritual path without true landmarks to guide us, without the guidance of the Spirit, we will tend to wander. Let us therefore open our eyes and see the landmarks our benevolent God has provided to His children. Let us read, hear, and apply the Word of God. Let us pray with real intent and listen to and follow the promptings of the Spirit. Once we have recognized the supernal landmarks offered by our loving Heavenly Father, we should set our course by them. We should also make regular course corrections as we orient ourselves towards spiritual landmarks. In this way, we will not wander in circles, but walk with confidence and certainty toward that great heavenly blessing that is the birthright of all who walk in the straight and narrow way of Christ's discipleship. I love the Christmas star and all it teaches and implies for all of God's children. And I hope now by the end of this podcast, you're starting to love it a little bit more yourself and can see the value again of the phrase to be the star. My invitation today is two-part. First is to look for and see God in the timing of certain blessings that show up in your life in just the right time and in the right way. Is it possible, as Mordecai, Esther's uncle, said, that who knoweth, but those blessings have come into your life for such a time as this, that it wasn't a coincidence, but a gift from a loving Heavenly Father who knew what you'd need before you needed it and put things in motion long before so that they would show up at just the right time and in just the right way. Can you see Him better through them? Can such experiences remind you of His love and power and that there is divine design in life? And can you use these experiences as landmarks, helping you to trust Him and walk towards Him with full confidence and faith that there is nothing that will happen to you that he isn't aware of and hasn't already prepared you for and prepared what you need to get through it. And the second part to this invitation is to try to be that star for others, to show up at just the right time and way for them. If you listen to those promptings and the inspiration that comes to you, you will find yourself knocking on doors, picking up the phone, sending a text, delivering food or gifts, providing comfort or even just a listening ear, when such things were needed most. And you will help others to see God's love for them through the timing of the love that you give to them. There isn't much of a better feeling in this world than to be a Christmas star for someone else, shining at just the right time and in just the right way in their darkness, illuminating their life, and then pointing the way to the one whose birth such actions testify of. Now, my suggested activity today is to do something with your family and kids that teach this principle, to have a conversation or a little Christmas lesson with them about the concept of the Christmas star, and then maybe even make a few star ornaments together. There's some pretty great wire patterns you can follow that really only require a block of wood, a few nails, and some wire. It's a great activity to do together. Have each person make a star and then ask them, who do you think could use a little help, a little love? a little light in their life. Who could we give this star to and with what else can we give with them, along with a little reminder that God is aware of them and loves them? They'll surprise you with their answers. I had this conversation with my own daughters and both had come to their minds a young teacher who was relatively new to teaching, 
Apparently, they both had her, but at different times throughout the day. And apparently, she hadn't quite mastered the art of discipline yet, as both indicated how disrespectful and out of control their classes were. Having been a teacher myself, I knew how deflating and discouraging that that could be, especially when all you want to do is help kids to learn and how much disrespect can hurt one's sense of self. We talked about how even if just one person, one student, can express appreciation, how much that can help a discouraged teacher. I asked them if they knew of anything that she might like as a small gift to go along with their note of appreciation, and they thought and both remembered how much she loves Propel-flavored water. So, (laughs) during the week, they both at different times took a Propel water to her after class, and expressed their appreciation for all that she was doing and trying to do. They both reported how much appreciation she expressed at such a simple gesture, and knowing that she was making a difference for good, despite the rough classes in their lives. That's how easy it can be to shine at just the right time and way for someone. So let your mind wander a bit to think who you can reach out to, deliver a gift to, express love and appreciation for, And then get to work this Christmas to be the star in someone else's life and help them feel of God's love for them through the expression of yours. Now, thanks for listening today, everyone. I hope that you're using the landmarks in your own life, your own experiences, God's word and the spirit within you to keep from walking in circles and to keep walking towards him. And when there are times that it seems darkest and you are starting to lose your way, that's when it's best to keep one eye to the sky because that Christmas star isn't done shining yet. It will continue to show up in different ways all throughout your life and your journey. And if you see it when it does, it will continue to lead you as it did all those who diligently followed it 2,000 years ago to the feet and to the love of the Son of God whose birth and life it was designed to testify of. The Christmas star will always lead us to more Christ, more of His help, more of His teachings, more of His Spirit, more of his power and miracles, more of his love. So look for it, see it, and follow it, and then help others to do the same. Until next time, I'm Josh Downs, and you're listening to the Christmas edition of The Daily Drive.